This week's Pilch Point with Abram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to some regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices, and you can get a special price right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash PureVPN. All right, Avram. So, uh, you have an interesting piece from this week uh, that yes. I really, really enjoyed. Yes. So, thank you for for reading that. I know I've I've talked on some previous shows about how cool it is to kind of have to take a you know something and get your own little macro keypad uh, like this one that I recently reviewed with Adafruit Macro Pad RP twenty forty, but forget that for a second a lot of us already have this we don't need to buy necessarily buy something we have a numeric keypad on our keyboards uh but most people i talk to don't know what to do with theirs or, or rather they don't use it much right it's it, it seems nice but then unless you're an accountant you're probably not sitting there keying in numbers like this you're probably just using the top number row uh to type in your numbers and that's fine and of course, you don't need the arrows too much because you already have arrows and you don't need the page up, page down because you already have page up, page down. So it feels like a vestigial organ on your keyboard. But what if you could take your numpad and turn it into something else? In fact, you could take any keys on your keyboard and turn them into something else. But I'm going to talk about your numpad because that's something where you can afford to do it without uh, messing up something else you might want to do. Like you change your f2 key into something else you might say hey wait i needed that um oh there's a couple of and ways we definitely don't want you to change your f5 key yes exactly <laughs> right so you know here's something that where you can change it where you can take the the keys on your number pad that means 10 number keys the the enter key the plus the minus the the asterisk the division key the Dell, that is a dot key, all of those, and you can you can transform. It. So let me show share my screen and show that there's a couple of different ways to do this, each of which has its own special advantages. So um, over here, I'm going to show uh, this freeware app called Sharp Keys. What does Sharp Keys do? Sharp Keys allows you to take any key on your keyboard and have it remap it to a different key. So, uh, for example, if I want to take the num, let's say num four key on my keyboard, um, and I could look for it here in this, like you get two columns here, the front key, the two key, I could go scroll this whole list and look for it, or I could just hit type key and I could type num the num four and it will uh, allow me to get to it. Uh, now, what I want to do is I want to turn this into a music player. Uh, so a, some keyboards have, but mine doesn't, maybe yours doesn't either, have media keys. So if you're playing something in Spotify or whatever, um, or even video, whatever you're, you're playing, you can hit forward, back, and play pause uh, without, um, without having to go into the app and look for that, you know, and hit those buttons. So I want to, to take num4 and I'm going to turn it into media preview track, right? 
and I select that and you see it says here on this list. I'm going to go again and I'm going to do for number five, I'm going to select media uh, play pause. And I'm going to take key six, which is the forward arrow, and I'm going to make it into media next track. And if I want, I also can take, let's say, the plus, the num plus key, and there is, I think it's under media, there's a volume up, right? Media volume up. So, and I can take the minus key. And guess what? I'm going to make that media volume down. So I could do all of that, right? And when I'm done, all I need to do is hit right to register, hit this right to registry button. Uh, but I'm not going to do this right now because it will interrupt our show. Uh, these will not take effect until I reboot. Once I've rebooted, the uh, the program will now think that four, five, and six are reverse play, pause, and forward, as if they were the media keys. Uh, I could also turn these into function keys. I could turn these into um, there's some other weird keys that I never heard of being on people's keyboards that they're like there's an email key and a calculator key. I have no idea what keyboard in the world has those things, but that natively some keyboards have and so you can remap to it. There are even some special characters on here that you could remap to. Um, although, interestingly, I was looking for a pound, a, a pound sterling sign. I didn't see that on, on here. So that's one thing you could do, and that's the simplest thing. This does not even require you to run sharp keys again. Like Once you've written it to the registry and rebooted it, you can only need to run sharp keys if you want to change this. So so that's sharp keys, but let's talk about something a little bit more ambitious, and that is auto hotkey. So auto hotkey is a pro is something I really recommend, but you've got to invest a little bit of time to learn about it. So auto hotkey is a program you ins you install it, and then you create um, scripts, and the scripts are written in auto hotkey's little scripting language, which is really easy to learn. Uh, you can edit them in a text editor and save them with the file extension .ahk. And if you save them in your Windows startup folder, they will just run every time you start. So here's my script. And what I'm done here is I am going to make each of these uh, keys do something different. And by the way, the reason you would want auto hotkey over, say, using sharp keys is you can make it do more than just remap to an existing key, you can make it run a program, you can make it type repetitive text, you can even make it go into menus for you. And you also can fix it so that uh, you assign different functions to the number pad when it's in numlock mode and not in numlock mode. So for example, let's say you like using the number pad for numbers, okay you can still assign uh, functions to the keys when numlock is off. So, so you can have it the best of both worlds. You can have it be a number pad when you want it and a uh, macro pad when you don't. So what I've done here is there's a few lines of code you always put at the top. Um, this is no big deal. Um, 
for every key that you want to map to, what you do is you put the name of the key, um, and there's a bunch of key names. This one is NumPad Home, which is the, the seven key pad, but when NumLock is off, it's considered a home key. And if you want to just run an app, you just tell it run and the app name. Um, if it's if it can't just find the app that way, then you may need to put the full path, like C colon and program files. And at the end of whatever you're having a key do, you always put return. Um, so let me show you how this works. Um, I'm going to hit the seven key and you're going to see that that's no, numpad, uh, notepad launched, right? Now, another thing that I assigned here is numpad up, which is the eight key. And I had it assigned to send some text. So let's say you have something like your address that you're always sending to people, right? I'm going to hit the eight and there it goes. It puts it in. Wow. Um, so now I could have it do something much more complicated than that. Um, but that's just a macro or that's just text, right? That's the simplest thing in the world. Also, it could be a special character, right? So if let's say I'm constantly writing things uh, that are in British pounds as actually I'm doing at work, um, then I, and, and there's no pound key no pound sterling key on, on my American keyboard. I can uh, assign one of these keys to be that. Um, another thing is, and this I think is the most useful thing you can do with uh, with AutoHotKey is, what if you had a menu item that you want to access, and there's no built-in hotkey for it? So here's an example, um, and this is not an example you probably use in real life because you probably don't care that much about this function, but in Notepad. Uh, if you go to the view menu, there's a status bar option, right? And if you, you go up and scroll to it with your mouse, you can turn the little status bar in the bottom on and off, right? Um, if this were something that, say, you did a lot, um, like a good example for me is in Photoshop Elements, I use the crop function a lot, and there's no crop, there's no hotkey for crop. There's no keyboard shortcut for it. So I have to roll my mouse all the way up in Photoshop and scroll down and select crop and that's that's work right so um, what you can do is you can create a code to assign a key to do a menu thing for you so um, you'll see i'm gonna hit nine and it was so fast you couldn't see it happen but i'm toggling the status bar on and off with the nine key which is also known as the uh page up numpad page up um, and if you look at my code here this is very simple um i have assigned First of all, I put a little uh, line of code up here telling it to only do this in Notepad, if WinApp did Notepad. Because if I hit this key and I'm in Word, I don't want it to, to do to, to, to work for this, right? Um, then I'm assigning NumPad page up to do the following things. I'm having it send. Now, a the exclamation point is for stands for an Alt key, an Alt V. Then I'm having it hit down, and then I'm having it hit enter. Why all of that stuff? Because in Windows, one thing that some folks may not know is that in Windows, if you want to get to something in one of the menus in any program, one of the top menus, the way to do it, this doesn't really work for ribbon. I don't think you really do this with a ribbon, but with any kind of normal menu like you see a notepad, if I hit Alt, the Alt key, and then the letter, the first letter of the menu that I want, like, v for view it will show me that menu 
And then, of course, if I hit the down arrow, I'm, I get to the status bar option. And if I hit enter, it turns it on and off. So what have I done with, with this script? All I've done is I've had it do hit, hit those keys for me, but I don't have to actually do, I only have to hit one key to do it, right? And even though it's going through the menu, it's happening so quickly that you, you don't really see uh, the menu, the little pull-down menu pop up. But what's important here is it's doing what I wanted it to, right? Um, so, um, you know, like I said, I've used this in other programs like Photoshop. I've used this on particular web pages, like for Google Docs. There is a, a Google Docs menu option that I want to get to very frequently. And there's no hotkey for it in Google Docs, but I figured out what alt keys to, to press. Alt, the right combination of alt and arrow keys to get to that menu item and hit enter. And uh, so now I can do that with a single key press. So um, those, are those are a couple of things you can do. The final thing I wanna show you that you can do is something I don't think a lot of people wanna do, but hey, it's something you can do. Um, it's called mouse keys. So um, in the, um, let's see if I can, the best way to do this is if you type mouse keys, you will get this menu here. Um, if you search for mouse keys and you can turn it on. Um, although I found that this doesn't, the, the regular Windows 10 menu doesn't always work for, for settings menu for mouse keys and sometimes if you go to the old control panel, that seems to work more consistently. So if you go to the old Windows control panel and you go to ease of access settings, ease of access center there, I believe, uh, I believe it's some, use the computer without a mouse or keyboard, I think it is. Uh, no. It is under make, it is one of these options here is mouse keys. Anyway, point being, if you would turn on mouse keys, what you can do is that you can use the arrow keys on your numpad to move the pointer around like a mouse. Um, would I Fascinating. personally do that? Would I personally do that? Not, no, uh, <laughs> because it, it can be a little slow. Um, but it is... Um, but it, you know, if you don't have your mouse around, uh, that's a use case for it. Um, you know, there certainly have been times when I would have wanted to do that when I was working on some other thing where I had like a Raspberry Pi or something, I would have liked to do that with it. Uh, but I don't know how to do that in Linux. But um, anyway, so you could turn the numpad into like a, a joystick, basically, and move your, your pointer around that way. Uh, and you can actually, um, you can hit, I think you hit zero, the zero key to click, uh, and you can, you hit them. And if you hit the division key, the slash, it'll turn into a right click, right click mode. So you can change between, you know, right and left click and you can move, move around. But I thought, oh, it is working for me. Okay. See, I'm moving it right now. Um, and if you hold control down, it speeds it up. So holding control down, it moves a little faster. If I want to hold shift down, it moves a little slower. And you can control the pointer speed. Um, so it does 
usually work in the um, Windows, new Windows settings, but if you go to the old control panel, I found that, like most things, the old control panel is still better than the settings menu. Um, the diagonals work too. So if you use what, like the one, three, seven, or nine, you can move diagonally. Um, so that's the, uh, you know, it's something you can do. Uh, it's supposed to be helpful for people who uh, have trouble moving the mouse. So for, for those folks, it's definitely a great thing. For folks who can use a mouse uh, comfortably, I'm not sure, I, I don't think it's a real performance enhancer to do this. So, um, you know, because I think it's probably kind of a, a pain, you know, takes longer to move around. But um, anyway, so those are those are all of the all the different things that you can do, and really the possibilities are kind of endless because uh, if you really get into using uh, Auto Hotkey, which by the way is not at all limited to using your numpad, you could as assign all kinds of key combinations on Auto Hotkey. So if you want to, for example, assign Control Shift K. To do one of the things that I just said, you can assign that too. So uh, auto hotkey is not only for a single key, uh, assigning something to a single key, you can assign something to, uh, you know, a key combination. So, you know, control alt a key, control shift a key, control windows, control windows shift, whatever, uh, plus a key. So you can, um, you know, you don't, even if you don't have a numpad, you can benefit from auto hotkey a great deal. But I'm just talking about the numpad because that's for a lot of people that's unused space. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's something that I've been using. Um, like the keyboard that's here in the studio has 18 additional keys on it, uh, <laughs> specifically for that kind of thing, right? Plus, I've got a a keypad off to the side, and I've got the the Stream Deck, which is different than the Steam Deck here. <laughs> under under the desk which is actually how i control most of the show um so yeah yeah the idea of like having additional hotkeys and stuff is obviously big on my on my agenda right i mean i i think about all the time that i would love to get a keyboard that has extra function keys uh i mean they used to have uh it's rare uh, but they back in the day you used to have keyboards that had F13 through F24. Yeah. Right. And um, and so there's now you can sort of get there's like I know one place we can get a new keyboard that has that, but that's that's very very rare. Um, and you think about it because all the other keys on your keyboard are kind of spoken for. If they're not spoken for in Windows, there's probably some other program that's using them. Mm -hmm. Right. So. But your numpad keys, those you really could, you know, are really free keys. So, you know, that that could be like another, you know, what, four, 14, 15 uh, keys that you can that you can assign to do other things if you want. So, yeah, that's you have you have another 18 function keys. Now you have another 14 on top of that if you want to use your numpad as as function keys. I ironically, the stream deck that I have here is currently set to replicate the number keys on the number pad <laughs> because <laughs> because that's how uh how a lot of the the controls in live stream studio 
are <laughs> are implemented <laughs> is through the number keys. Uh, but yeah, I obviously for under most circumstances, most people are not using that keypad on the right. Uh, I've got, I do have one question uh, when you were showing off the essentially macroed menu item. Uh, yeah. If it was, let's say, obviously we all know you can control S, but let's pretend that didn't exist. Could you also send Alt F S uh, yeah, and sure. have it do the menu that way yeah. too? Okay, I figured as yeah, much, but I had to verify. Yeah, of course. Any anything like that. Um, okay. Any key that you could type on the keyboard, you you could send this way, right? Okay. Any, also, you could set delays, right? So I didn't set any delays because this worked without it. But for something on a web menu where you're hitting a menu and you have to wait a second for it to, or like half a, you know, few sure. seconds for it to open, you can, there's a sleep command. So you can tell it like, wait 200 milliseconds or something uh, before you do the, before you hit the arrow, before you hit whatever key. Sure. Uh, so that it's not hitting it too fast. Okay. Well, that's, that's good because on my, on my development machine, I actually have, it's, it's another keyboard like this with extra keys down the side, but I have, I have them set, uh, for clean solution, rebuild solution, run solution, debug solution. And only one of those has a direct key, which is ironically F5. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I live day and night in F5, but, um, uh, so I, I have those programmed to do alt build menu, pro, which is probably B, and then whatever it is as the, the key, the typey typey shortcut. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure that that was available you in this as well. You can even make it move a mouse. So you could even make it move a mouse pointer to oh, a, wow. particular, a particular coordinate on the screen okay. and then click that and move again or whatever so it's like an invisible auto hotkey is an invisible hand is basically what it is it's an inv it's it's an invisible hand so it could do okay. it could do a mouse movement it could do a keyboard movement um all, all of that all that stuff one thing i haven't tried to do with it because i for this kind of thing i probably would you just write a plugin in chrome is have it specifically target something in the um, DOM view, uh, the DOM of a web page. Sure. Um, you know, look for a particular, you know, button or div on a web page uh, and try to, to click that. I don't know if it can like read the DOM of a, you know, read the, the HTML of a web page. I think if there was a way to get to that button on a web page by hitting the Alt key or by moving your mouse, consistently to a particular spot then you could do it that way i'm not sure or if it can do it by like hey look for this div um thinking about what you said though like in our this is a little off topic for our, our audience but in our um cms uh so work every week you know tom's hardware CMS, you know using tom's hardware cms that we have there's a save button and there's no hotkey for that Right. And so I wrote a Chrome extension where is that button when I hit control shift S. Right? Sure. Um, 
So, you know, I don't know if you could have necessarily do that with auto hotkey because it's not, you know, it's a button on the page. Uh, and so it would be hard to con consistently hit, maybe if you hit tab a certain number of times, but depending on where you were, it might vary. Um, but for anything that's like in a Windows program uh, or a consistent menu, even like web tools like Google Docs, uh, this will work perfectly. Very cool. This is, the, the, this is potentially going to change some stuff for me. So I'm... I'm uh, super excited about this. <laughs> you could spend, I mean, you could go down a really big rabbit hole with AutoHotKey. It's been around for like at least 12 years and, and it's a common uh, open open uh, scripting language that people, people use. Gotcha. And obviously I know you already said it, but there you've got an article with all this information in it. Yes, come to tomshardware.com and I will have, uh, we have already have up an article on how to use your numpad as a media player, macro pad, or mouse uh, that explains everything that I just showed. Well, it was, it was fun looking into it. Obviously, I, I didn't go deep down the rabbit hole with you yet. That is intended for this week. <laughs> <laughs> And I am definitely looking forward to that dive. And as always, Avram, I look forward to what we talk about next. <laughs>